Hello world and welcome back to the Morning Geekdom Podcast. As always, I am your host, Anthony Matulin, and today I am joined by Gerald and Tyler. On today's podcast, we discuss the fifth episode of Game of Thrones Season 8. For those of you who are new to the podcast, the Morning Geekdom is a place where friends congregate to discuss all things pop culture. Hope you enjoy it. Let's get started. Tyler, welcome to your first Game of Thrones recap podcast. Thank you. It's nice to be here. I've enjoyed listening to you folks. Gerald, glad to be on with you. (laughs) I'm a... I'm genuinely surprised that you agreed to do it because you hate talking about uh, post theories and what's going to happen next episode. So am I going to get any of that from you this episode or are you just shutting it down right off the bat? <laughs> no, no. I, I, there's one episode left. Um, everything's, you know, all my preferences are out the window. I'm, I'm ready to talk, <laughs> ready to, do, to, to predict some things and, uh, and, and figure out what's going on. Okay. So I know we haven't had you on yet. So mm-hmm. who, I know we talked about it, I think, in the Avengers podcast, but let's just, in case anybody didn't listen to that, who do you want to win Game of Thrones? Uh, I said then, and I still am going to hold to it. I won. <laughs> this is hard to say oh, after, last, after this last episode. <laughs> uh, Daenerys. That, well, that's okay. Let me see. I haven't thought about this question since you asked it the last time. And then I said Daenerys. After Sunday... It's a little harder to say that. It's a tougher pill to swallow. Um, but I will still defend her to the death in just a few minutes. So I don't know. I think at this point, part of me was hoping, even though I knew it wouldn't happen, that Cersei would win because she's hateable in every way, but also an amazing character. My man. And that would have been that would have been super ballsy of them to to roll you know to roll the dice and do that. Um, so at this point, I don't even know who I want to win. Okay. Who who do you think is going to win? John, you think John? Okay. Which I but, think so it's, it's so I think it's now like an not it's kind of an going into the season. I know like if you look at betting things like that, which people randomly bet on this, he was one of the favorites. I think he's now kind of like the dark horse. I don't think anybody thinks he's going to win now. Hmm. That's interesting, and maybe so. I mean, everything was flipped upside down Sunday, but uh, and I'll confess that I, I have I listened to parts of each of these Game of Thrones episodes. I'd always skip when you guys would talk about what you thought was going to happen. Sure. So so now I'd like to hear, Gerald, Anthony, who do you think is going to win? Or who do you want to win? If I can ask that same question. Go ahead, Gerald. Uh, I'm going to say John. Simple as that. That's who you think is going to win? He's who you want to win? Yeah, who do you want to win first? I do want want John to win, but I think Sansa has a, you know, I think she's like the next runner-up. Okay. But, uh, definitely, John. All right. So Tyler, I originally uh, would have liked to seen Cersei win. I think for some of the same reasons you said, but I also think that she has the most noble cause for trying to to win the whole thing is just for her family. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, that's not going to happen. Uh, who I thought was going to win, it's changed um, as the season has progressed. Uh, I'm with Gerald, where you know the last probably four episodes. Uh, I think Sansa's going to mm-hmm. win. But I think there's a lot uh, to be said about Rob's theory that now uh, Gendry is going to end up being <laughs> oh. the winner because he is actually oh, the yeah. rightful heir now, being wow, a Baratheon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. But I can't, 
I can't see that happening because I don't think the writers would end up letting a character who is pretty much has not been part of the main story be the winner, but you mm-hmm. never know. Uh, but my theory is I think Daenerys will kill John, Arya will kill Daenerys mm. because Daenerys has green eyes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Okay, okay. <laughs> so I think Sansa, I think that's and then my. And Sansa takes the throne, Anthony. Uh, yeah, I think that it's yeah. it's set up for Sansa to take it because yeah. uh, she's the one who I guess you know looking back at the whole show has had the most character development from sure. where she started from. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know how she would be any part of the rightful heir to it, mm, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how you pass up the. The Gendry thing, unless we're all reading too far into the Gendry thing. Sure. Aren't we at the point? If if some of these things happen, if Daenerys kills John, mm-hmm. and then Arya or anybody kills Daenerys, are we at the point where there is no rightful claim? It's just whoever <laughs> people can agree upon. Everybody's been wiped out that has a true claim, right? The only, seems like we'll get to that point. The only person that would have a rightful claim is in as far as I understand in this order is Daenerys is second mm-hmm. and Gendry now that he is a, an official Baratheon would have mm-hmm. the rightful claim because the Baratheons Crazy. Cersei was a Baratheon yeah. even though yeah. she was a Lannister so she yeah. was the last queen so he would be he should have got it before he should have got it essentially before any of the Cersei's children because he would have been the oldest Baratheon oldest yeah huh um, yeah. so but I don't. I don't know. At that point, it's. I mean, is there even an Iron Throne anymore? Hell no. <laughs> yeah, there's Not nothing anymore. Shit. <laughs> yeah. So I and I. I'm. I had always thought Tyrion was for sure gonna die, and now I think for whatever reason, I think Tyrion will make it through the show. Oh really? I still think he's gonna eat one. I don't. You do? I don't foresee yeah. anybody. I don't know where the line would be for him to die now. I don't know who who would kill him. Daenerys. Man. Daenerys. She's, yeah, she's pissed. She's. she's She's yeah. pissed, and she, she even said something about you. You fail me again, you know. You're 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 dead, and then he let his brother go. But I don't know mm-hmm. how she's gonna find out about that. She's but. she's not gonna find out about that. Yeah. And at this point, yeah. he's already turned on her because of what sure. she did. Yeah, yeah. So he's probably going to stay out of her way and join <laughs> forces with, with somebody. I, I mean, would. he fucked up by by turning yeah. on Varys. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So what was your as you're watching? I don't know if you what you want to get into, Anthony, but I'm I'll curious to hear. Yeah. Well, just as as the episode unfolds, <clears throat> and you have the tension of whether the bells are going to ring to signal that the Lannister army has surrendered, and they do ring, and then you see Daenerys go just fucking flip a switch, and she's a completely different person. What was your thought in that moment as you see her start destroying the city? Well, there are two different thoughts. So one thought would be. Every, I kind of everybody kind of saw that coming. They had laid out uh, the plan for her essentially to become the Mad Queen or like her father, the Mad King. So that's not a big surprise. I wasn't shocked by that. Um, my other thought was like, fucking tables have turned. Everybody who's hated on Cersei for the whole show, and Cersei's never done anything to that extreme. Even though she blew up part of King's Landing to get rid of the High Sparrow, mm-hmm. she didn't essentially take off the she didn't take the world's capital or the seven kings capital and fucking put it into rubble and essentially kill every single person in that in that city because by all accounts i mean daenerys kills i don't know 80 90 percent of the people yeah actually i had three thoughts my third thought is the fuck is going on with the dragon 
Like all of a sudden it's the super dragon. And where was the dragon? You know, where was I don't know the fucking dragon's name. I always forget. Dragon Dro- or whatever. Dro- Drogon. It could be fucking Brad for all I care. <laughs> Brad. Why didn't Brad the dragon like help him out a little bit more during the you know the Battle of Winterfell? That was my concern. Oh, and actually I had a fourth thought. Jesus. Can the dragon continue to breathe fire like forever? That was my thought. <clears throat> as it, as it was going on for 30 minutes or however long it was, I thought, does a dragon, a fire-breathing dragon, have an endless supply of fire? Is it just like their oxygen supply? It's just a fire supply? Yeah, is it like you have the uh, the uh, pilot light <laughs> and then <laughs> you're just pushing like gas through your mouth? Like, I don't know. And then also I was like, you guys, again, couldn't have Jon Snow say goodbye to Ghost because there wasn't enough money in the budget, but you literally yeah. had a dragon blow up King's Landing for like what felt 45 minutes yeah and it looked great I loved yeah. this episode yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I love the yeah. I mean we'll get into it but I love the fact that they uh, they showed the carnage from the from the the viewpoint of the people that were getting killed it wasn't yeah. just from you know the hero's view or whatever you want to say the villain's view it wasn't from that view it was actually like in the trenches and yeah. I really enjoyed that part yeah, that was pretty powerful. I thought that uh, seeing Arya live through it, and you can tell they're setting it up. You had already mentioned that she's going to kill Daenerys possibly, <clears throat> which she might do even if Daenerys does not kill Jon. I think right. that's what Arya's, Arya's going there to kill yeah. her. Yeah. Um, seeing, seeing Arya, what, what am I trying to say? We get to see Arya witness all of this. Sure. And so, like you said, we're, we're witnessing it from the perspective of people in it and it's it's gruesome and it's just shocking. It, it was uh, you say you weren't shocked that she snapped, but I think you most of us were probably shocked just the level to which she went crazy and destroyed everything. And so seeing that from the victim's perspective was uh, pretty damn cool in in a terrible way. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I would I guess I would from the from the few people I've talked to, I would disagree that every that they weren't shocked because I don't think anybody mm-hmm. was actually shocked. That was wasn't rooting for her. Like, I know you're rooting for her, so you want to see kind of, like, she's not going to do it, she's not going to do it. You want... But she's not the same character that she was. Mm-hmm. The Daenerys in season one, two, three, you know, she's not that person. Mm-hmm. So she wouldn't have done this. She's been pushed to this point. Exactly. I mean, she says to John, you know, essentially, what is it? Uh, I have nothing here. I love yeah. you. And then he doesn't, you know, reciprocate that. And she says, well, then it's fear. Yeah. And she's yeah. doing all of this because she's... F- fearful of like what she's lost and what she can still lose yeah right so i'm not i'm not gonna shit on her and say that she's like the worst character ever um i think that i mean i think that she evolved into a terrible person but i don't think that's not how she's been the whole show and do you guys think there she evolved into this person with reason because that's what i've been seeing from people first of all they say that this is not who she was at all which is true um, but that the writers were, they made a big misstep in, in the last second to last episode, completely changing her character arc, turning her into someone she was not in any way uh, for the previous seven seasons. I, I, and, and, they're, and they're pissed off about that, that they ruined the show to a certain extent because of the way she is now acting. I couldn't disagree with, with that more. She's okay. been turning into this person for like two seasons. Right. There has been situations where she's unlikable. She's a little power hungry. Um, so it hasn't been for, I mean, she locked people in a mine and let her dragons eat them. 
I mean, she she's had her dragon set people on fire. There hasn't been there's been glimpses of it, mm-hmm. um, but no, I, I think that this is the evolution of of a show. This is when you're able to turn the villain or the hero into a villain or vice versa is is what makes this show great. It's what made a show like Breaking Bad great. Mm-hmm. You sympathize with Brian Cranston at the beginning because he has cancer. I know you haven't watched it, but he has cancer. He's doing all these things for his family. Then he becomes power hungry. So he evolves into the villain where Jesse is like the dirt bag who's just in it for the money. And then he evolves into the hero. Okay. So I think that this show is, is it took balls to do that. And I don't think they ruined it. And I don't think people who think that her character just did this over the last two episodes, I don't know that they've been paying attention or they only see it at face value or they just think she's their favorite character so they want to like her for whatever reason they don't yeah. want to see any bad in her my question to you tyler and gerald is all that the 500 and whatever 32 people who named their daughter khaleesi or denarius last year how are they feeling today man first of all why the fuck would you name your kid khaleesi that's not a name it's a title terrible that's like naming your kid queen they're, they're probably they're probably regretting it right now a little bit, yeah. You named your your sweet little daughter after a uh, you know, a, a mass murdering <laughs> mass murder. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you though, dude. It's not. I, I'm I'm sympathetic to. It's not who I don't think her character is. She's been driven to madness yeah. essentially. Yeah, she's she's pretty much lost everything. She keeps losing mm-hmm. stuff. She's just in this last episode, she really f- realized that she lost John. Like, you yeah. know, and that's why she said, "Let it be fear," because it's not love. Isn't you know she's so. She's lost everything. She's lost dragons. She's lost mm-hmm. everything. Everything. She, yeah. See, I thought I was gonna have to come on here, Anthony, because you you have badmouthed her to an extent on uh, on the Discord app and and on some of the podcasts. Sure. I thought you were gonna be uh, like like some of these folks on social media who are saying that <clears throat> this is uh, terrible character development and that she. She shouldn't be at this level. Whereas I, I think, I mean, we're, we all sound like we're in agreement that this is exactly. I think if I had gone through everything she's gone through, beginning yeah. with her brother selling her into marriage sure. to a husband who rapes her, and every, and then everything else she's gone through, to the to her children, her dragon children being killed, the love of her life being taken from her, uh, and her claim to the throne being snatched at the very last minute, I think she's reacting pretty <laughs> appropriately, uh, and just saying. Fuck everyone! I'm gonna burn everything to the ground, and yeah. it's me and my dragon so, until I die. So I'm I'm with you to a point. Um, I've said all along, I think, and I mean we can go back. You can always go back and listen to them. For those of I you believe- who haven't listened to them, I have never said that I don't like her as a character. I've said I've the the path that she's on, I don't enjoy. I don't enjoy seeing the person that at one point was my favorite character evolve into what she is now because I don't like the I don't like her as a character. Not that she's written poorly or anything like that. I just don't. She's a she's a she's a terrible person at this point, but and it's she was that, driven to it, and it's right, not at the detriment product. to the writers. Like they've done a good job yeah. writing her, yeah. right? Um, yeah. So, but I, I again with what you're saying about how she's had everything taken away from her, she certainly has. Somebody else who had a lot of stuff taken away from them was John, and he has not he has not evolved into this. He had his father, what he thought was at least a mother figure brothers Mm -hmm. multiple brothers killed in front of him he had his little brother killed in front of him Mm -hmm. i mean he's had a ton take all of his friends you know everybody he he cared for on the night's watch they turned on him and murdered him the woman he loved murdered 
So like he's had as much loss with the exception of the quote unquote children, the dragons. He's had mm-hmm. a ton of loss too, and he has not wavered or turned into this. Fair. I think one thing that separates them is that he still has family around him and supporting him, Agreed. whereas she is yeah. the only one, the only Targaryen alive before she found out that John is. Sure. So, so. Um, I agree with that. But that, but that, that's a good point. I mean, John has lost a ton, and he is the most valiant TV character ever, possibly. Yeah, and um, and, and he's she's in a foreign land too, mm-hmm. right? She's surrounded by what she believes are enemies now. Yeah. And she's felt that way since she went to King or to uh, to Winterfell. Yeah. But also, I mean, she doesn't have to go. She doesn't have to stay with John. She doesn't owe John anything. She could have bailed. I mean, she, she, love. Love you do. she was in love, man. She's that's in love right. until you find out that's your nephew. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was still in love. John wasn't. <laughs> For sure. Well, I think John probably is to a point still too. Yeah. I mean, he says it in yeah. this episode. He says, "I love, I, I love yeah. you. You're still my queen." Mm-hmm. They start getting ready to smash, and he's like, "I can't do it. You're my aunt." <laughs> yeah. Got some morals, man. <laughs> I don't know. Is incest part of your morals? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if in. For John is. Yeah, I, just, I think that's just like, I don't know. Tar- written Gary's into your DNA, you shouldn't be down with that. <laughs> Um, I, I see, and this show is this is it does not say much of me, but the show has probably corrupted my morals enough. Having seen the Lannister siblings sure. get it on for year, for year year after year, season after season, to where I'm at the point where I'm like, well, you know, just they can still get together. You know, they're they're related by blood, but that's okay, right? <laughs> well, so she can't have kids. She says she can't have children, so you don't have to worry uh-huh. about that, right? Right, right. It's obviously worse for the Lannisters, um, but somehow <laughs> I sympathize with them more. And not yeah. because of the incest part, but just because, I mean, they've been together for their whole lives. They've been in love, right or wrong, clearly wrong. But, like, I sympathize with them slightly more, and I don't know why. And I yeah. certainly yeah. didn't towards the beginning, of, obviously at the beginning of the show. But as it evolves, like, I sympathize, even though I don't like Jamie. I sympathize with him because he's, he's like, so in love with this person. He just... Mm-hmm. He knows it's wrong, and he's just accepted, like, she's a terrible person. I must be a terrible person, but I'm down for her. Yeah. And she's done the same. Yeah. So, I don't know. I still, I, I can sympathize with Cersei, which I may be, like, one of the only people that probably says that. I don't know. I don't know if I sympathize with her, but I, I enjoy her very much. You, if, you don't have, if you don't have Cersei on the show, you don't have the show. Right. Like, she's That's the catalyst right. that everybody forms a hatred towards. Yeah. Until now. Yep. All right. Let's, you want to talk about the, the actual episode a little bit? I know we've just been talking about Danny. Yeah. What did you think of it, it Tyler? Um, I thought the lead-up to the bells ringing was phenomenal. I think uh, after that point, it was still good, really good in a lot of ways, but the extent to which the dragon just destroyed everything seemed a bit overkill. Sure. Um. I just felt like at some point, it's just stop. I mean, there's a lot going on still where this doesn't have to be happening. Sure. Um, so that was surprising to me. But overall, I thought that episode was uh, was really good. Gerald. Yeah, same. I mean, the the the, the dragon, like you said, just strafing the whole city. <laughs> it got a little long winded, and but but the point of view on the ground was uh, captivating. From mm-hmm. the point of the folks, and and definitely uh, uh, Arya, you know mm-hmm. her just is that just the destruction of the city was pretty amazing, but yeah, yeah it, it did go a little long, 
um, for me, but you know, I get it, I guess. Um, but the, the, I, I did enjoy the perspective of everybody just like it's, it's, that's it, you know, they're, they're going to die and people are running everywhere. So. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, I enjoyed the episode from start to finish. I was, I was pretty captivated like the whole time. Um, it's to me, it's the most, uh, probably beautifully shot episode, um, with everything from the ash falling down that kind of looks like snow Mm-hmm. to the use of, you know, certain slow-mo shots to, like you said, Tyler, the anticipation of the bells ringing. Are they going to ring? Are they not going to ring? They did a great job with giving uh, pretty much every character in this episode a little bit of a, a moment to shine. Mm-hmm. Um, I I very much enjoyed, and again, I think I, from what I've read, people are not happy with how Cersei and Jamie died. I thought that that was fitting, and they kind of foretold that, like if you pay attention throughout the show, which I didn't see it coming, but when you think about it, like he's he said multiple times, like how he wanted to die was in the arms of the woman he loves. Mm-hmm. So I appreciated that um, kind of the subtlety of them dying too. It wasn't you know a bloody death or anything. My one thing I really, really, really didn't enjoy this episode, and I think it's probably my least favorite thing that's happened the whole show, is how they turned what they turned Euron into. Uh, he was a character that, you know, jumped in, what, I don't know, season six, into season six, had a lot of energy to the show, good villain, pompous, just kind of what you want him to be. Never wanted, never was someone who was, like, interested in fame or anything like that. He just wanted to kind of run shit and be like this, I guess, fame. Like, he wanted this notorious kind of pirate almost. And then mm-hmm. he ends up, like, there's zero reason for him to want to fight Jamie. There's zero yeah. reason for him to want to kill Jamie. And then when he stabs him, He's fine with dying, but he's like, I killed Jamie Lannister. I don't know. I just, that whole, it's like they, they felt like they needed to wrap up his story somehow, and that's how they did it. Well, I think there was some jealousy between the two of them, particularly Jamie jealous of Euron because he went in there with all the swagger saying, I'm going to yep. steal the queen, yep. basically. I know you're fucking your sister. So there was that dynamic where it, it didn't seem like hate from Euron to Jamie in that direction. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. It's a bit strange that that was his primary motivation there at the end, and and he was satisfied to die knowing that he killed Jamie. So that was a bit odd, but um. But he didn't kill I Jamie. Still, well, yeah, I mean, true <laughs> semantics, right? Yeah. Son of a bitch. <laughs> he, he'll be pissed to learn that in the afterlife. But uh, <laughs> the <laughs> the that was a great scene. I still like that. I thought that their fight was really well done, uh, really well shot, in a, in a cool spot. Um, and then the, the the last shot of Euron, the overhead. Uh, shot of him as he says, "I'm the man who killed Jamie Lannister." That was a nice. Even if you didn't like it, I think you probably appreciated that I, the artistry. Of the I, shot I don't dislike how it was shot. Again, this episode to me, start to finish, was was beautifully shot, scored yeah. beautifully. The music was awesome. Set the tone. You know, I'm big into the scores and 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 how the music can directly affect certain things. And they have a, a moment where they play. I think it's called the Light of the Seven, which is the the score that's playing when Cersei. Uh, essentially blows up the high sparrow and everything. Mm. They played that mixtured with something else when when she's going with Jamie and everything's falling apart. They played yeah. that with also another uh, score. I think it's um, one of I think it might be Jamie's actual theme. So there's little things like that that I really enjoyed. the 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 fight between Euron and and Jamie was good. Like I'm not debating how it looked, how it was shot, even yeah, what he yeah. says. I just don't understand the motivation because he's never been that character. That's true. And I think he deserved a little bit more of a, almost like a just a better way to die. A bit bit more pizzazz, if you will. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. I don't know. He, just he did come in as more. a badass. He was like, 
It's like, oh, yeah. this guy's cocky, and mm-hmm. oh man, he's gonna go out like someone's gonna behead him. And then it was just like, meh. Because <laughs> at no point did I think Jamie was gonna die during that fight. There's oh, no way either. Jamie doesn't make yeah. it back yeah. to Cersei, and either Cersei True. kills him, he kills Cersei, or they die together. My right. thought always was that he was gonna kill Cersei. Right. Either as a as a, hey, we're both gonna die, I'm gonna kill you first, you know, so that you don't die painfully or something of that nature. Yeah. Uh, but I never thought, even when he stabbed him twice, like, oh, he's gonna, he's gonna die. Gerald, what did you think of the way Cersei died? How did you want her to die? Not Bloody. like that. <laughs> yeah, I wanna, yeah, I wanna blood, blood and guts. Yeah, but, yeah, but it, it just, I guess for, uh, for the episode, it was fitting that she died in uh, Jamie's arms. But I thought, I personally thought she would be gutted, beheaded, <laughs> something, but not just buried under rubble. But yeah, t- to me that was disappointing. Uh, yeah, I get that it was a bit touching. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, I never, even though I liked the dynamic between them, I didn't really, I wasn't moved by them dying together. Um, which maybe I don't know probably my fault I guess but uh I, I wanted to see her die in a way that was more fitting for someone who was all about brutally murdering people mm-hmm. um so that was disappointing but not too much not, not as much or not so much that it ruined it for me but I just wanted to see something different there yeah again I think that they're trying to change the dynamic and they're trying to change the way you think about characters where you now the whole episode for 112 minutes you're beat above the uh, you know about the head that Danny is the villain now Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Cersei is <laughs> almost has a moment of redemption, or not redemption, but you feel bad for her for what's happening. At least that's how sure. I felt. Yeah. So I think that they intentionally write it that way. <laughs> I I, yeah. I kind of did feel bad for Cersei as she's go- walking down in the mountains, like meh, get out of here. You know, she's just it's just it was, it was bad. Everybody's just dying around her. Yeah, but, but I mean, at she the end, isn't. she's literally like crying and like she was in fear. And then Jamie shows up, and then she kind of calmed down a little bit. But yeah, so I think that the the scene throughout this this episode that got me the most and was the closest I've ever been to tears on Game of Thrones mm-hmm. is Jamie and Tyrion's scene. Oh yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, for sure. Where he's explaining like you sure. know they did a great job with yeah. with Tyrion being able to explain like why he's doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, and nobody was kind to me as a child. You were the only one. I would have been killed when I was a kid. Like that. That was rough. Yeah. That was a rough yeah. scene. Yeah. Um, but I thought that that was also a a nice redeeming. It would almost have been nice to be able to see like Tyrion and and Cersei have a scene like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, you know, they're not going to give that to her because Cersei's beyond. She still thinks that that fucking Tyrion killed Joffrey. So. <laughs> yeah. And obviously, she knows Tyrion killed her father. So I don't. I think that's beyond forgive you know right yeah um but yeah i i don't know i i I very much enjoyed the episode i'm very interested to see how john's going to react when they all get back together if it's instantly going to be why did you do this or he's going to try to leave i'm just i'm so interested to see how that's going to go i have no idea how any of that's going to (laughs) happen i don't know if he's going to have to kill gray worm someone's going to have to kill gray worm gray worm ain't making it out of the episode no. Gray, Worm, I mean, Gray Worm's like he's done. He's on a mission. He's killing everything in sight. Yeah. He's like that's why that's why I don't f- try to fall in love <laughs> and solely. <Yeah. laughs> I also he's did just... not enjoy the fact that Aaron Rodgers was in this episode. See, I didn't see that. I mean, I, I know I saw that people mentioned that, but 
um, where was he? And, and he, he was just like one of the people. You, he's on uh, one shot, like running through the scene. He's like uh, one of the people that live in King's Landing, trying to get out. Like I think he grabs. They give him like a little bit of a heroic thing. I think he grabs a kid and keeps running or something oh. like that. I have a, I have a serious so, question though. I don't know that it's going to be able. If you're going to be able to answer it, bigger sack of shit army, the Golden Company or Darth Rackies? <laughs> Who is hey. the bigger sack of shit? Yeah, what's the more? Oh, I, I say army? Golden Company. I, all that gold, they're looking fancy. They had they the sickest sigil. The sigil on their on their everything was like the the the. I don't know if anybody <laughs> noticed it. It's like a stack of skulls. It's like the coolest <laughs> shit ever. And they just got fucking mobbed on. <laughs> they got they got <laughs> massacred in minutes minutes. At least at least we know what the Darfraki could do, man. Yeah, they get True. fucked up by the, the by the knights army. But we've seen them fight before. I mean, I mean and they we? were in the, they were in this too, yeah. right? But it, what it, the, the, the like gold company sat like two there? Two or three of them in this episode. Well, <laughs> and they were like raping and pillaging. So yeah, raping and <laughs> like pillaging. A dozen. Yeah, but what did the golden company do with their fancy armor? Sit I hope not and rape and pillage. Got there, got mopped by the damn dragon. Why? Uh, <laughs> every time I watch anything that's like big battles or you know, this is kind of a period piece. I know it's not a real you know real time in the in the past mm-hmm. but it's set like a period piece vikings mm-hmm. game of thrones even like walking dead when it's like post apocalyptic shit or stuff like this why is all the dudes turned rapey <laughs> it offends me as a man <laughs> it should to assume that just because i'm pillaging i also am going to rape yeah shit man you've got no moral compass at that point you just uh you're living in squalor and in some kind of, you're drinking from, Watch from out horns. for Tyler if the fucking zombie apocalypse happens. Not worried about like, Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> Not worried about Tyler. Yeah, Anthony needs to watch sure. out for me in real life. Yeah. <laughs> All I'm just asking is why are people raping people during the fucking? I don't, I'm not a fan. Yeah. This that's not following through on the task at hand for those uh, warriors. But uh, it's a to bad answer your question, the Dothraki decimated the Lannister army in season seven, right? With, with the first time you see the dragons show up and, and uh, start yeah. destroying folks. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. They, they, yeah. they held their own there. Yeah. They, d- they did. Up in, I mean, uh, again, I think most of that, a lot of that is done because of the dragons. Right. Because uh, yeah. they have the the version one scorpion that they're un- yeah. <laughs> that Braun is unable to take down the uh, yeah. the dragon. But yes, I, I agree that they're probably uh, they're probably a little bit more uh, more badass, I guess, because the Golden Company was was pretty pretty soft. Shit. And yeah. my uh, my theory on the Golden Company, you know, potentially from what I read and from some stuff I was sent, potentially joining the Targaryens was completely wrong. Oh shit. Yeah, man. Bullshit. It's bullshit. So anything anything stand out for you guys, particularly in this episode, that you really enjoyed, Gerald? Uh. The Hound the Mountain fight was pretty cool. Mm. That was, was it? Really, yeah, I thought so. Okay. I liked it. What What did you not like about it? Um, <laughs> I, I I liked it. It was fine. It was it was a um, it was a little. I'm just trying to. It was one of the things in the episode that looked really fake to me. Yeah, and I understand yeah. what they were trying to do. Obviously, they're trying to make they keep showing the dragon fly over yeah. all the carnage. It was a little. Yeah. It was a lot of CGI. Um, the part that I really did like about it uh, prior to the fight was, and I always forget the guy's name, the guy who's the hand to, to Cersei. Um, yeah. He essentially he created, wrecked. he created the mountain, right? Zombie mountain, yeah. like Frankenstein. Yeah. And then he's killed by the mountain like Frankenstein. Yeah. 
Uh, and I've kind of found that poetic, that that the, the the creation kills the master at some point, and I like that. That's good. That's a good touch. Yeah. It, well, it, yeah. It looks. Yeah, and I think that 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 was one of the you know getting into that scene. That was one of my favorites when he just fu- grabbed him and yeah. threw him, and he was he was yeah. wrecked. So. Yeah, and I thought I think it's also a nice touch that you know the thing that that the mountain. Uh, or the hound, excuse me, mm-hmm. is afraid of is fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the only thing oh, that yeah. supersedes him being afraid of fire is his hatred for his brother who made him afraid of fire and that they both die in fire. Mm-hmm. You know, it had some poetic moments. Mm-hmm. I thought the fight mm-hmm. itself was, was meh. Yeah. I think it was a pretty great fight. Um, it was, you're right, surrounded by a ton of CGI, so it didn't look great. Sure. I think there was just some really... Uh, the frustration that you see in the hound as he is winning the fight to a certain extent and not having any impact and, and <laughs> yeah. cutting him down. So that was, uh, yeah. I thought that did, I thought that was well done. Well, they also did a couple, there's a couple homages to earlier parts of the, the series where uh, obviously he's going to, the, the mountain is trying to, I don't know, skull fuck <laughs> essentially like poke out, uh, the hound's eyes, right? Obviously, like he did to to his, the red viper. His go-to move, yeah. Right, and then also, I found it a little poetic that the the hound stabs the mountain in, through the eye with the dagger, which is what Arya tells him very early on in their travels. Like I, that's how I'm going to murder you is I'm going to put uh, a dagger through your eye. Uh, uh, um, so I found some of those things, again, poetic. I, I think just visually, the shot was a, is a bit much for me, um, but I'm, mm-hmm. I'm with you, Tyler. I did enjoy kind of the back and forth struggle, the I can't kill you, like what the fuck do I have to do to keep killing you? I thought it looked like his heart was exposed and it was like a different color almost. Hmm. The the mountain, like it almost looked like a greenish tone and maybe it was just reflections from the CGI, I don't know. So I thought for a moment that's where he was going to stab him through whatever mechanism Hmm. they had put in him, assuming that's what happened. But uh, yeah, I, I dug it. Like I said, man, the whole episode was pretty strong. Yeah. It's it's up there probably top like three or four episodes for me. Yeah. Visually. One thing. Go ahead. One thing I didn't like um, as I got the feeling that Drogon destroying the city was getting to be too much. It was overkill. You, they have repeated shots of John and of uh, Sir Davos, Sir Davos and Tyrion just kind of looking up in the sky like, what the fuck? You know, this is you know that added to the whole feeling of what's going on this is going on sure. can this keep continuing so um that part wasn't uh that enjoyable it just seemed like even the characters were uh i mean obviously they're wondering what the fuck's going on but it just that made it feel like it was dragging on a bit more and maybe i'm reading into this too much too uh those are three of her biggest supporters mm-hmm. yeah so i think true. that they're that's trying true. to understand like they're trying to give her and again maybe i'm just reading into it but they're trying to give her Okay, you did it for a few minutes. Like I got it. You're yeah. out. it's out of your system. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is the Danny I'm supporting. This is my queen. Yeah. And they mm-hmm. just don't get that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that Tyrion for the most part has realized from the get-go like she's not like not from the get-go but pretty early on uh, there's that scene at the very end of season 7 uh when she, when he goes John goes into the room with Khaleesi. Mm-hmm. and they're going to have sex on the boat, yeah. I think he realizes at that point, like, maybe she doesn't make the best decisions. Yeah. Uh, and I think he's he's got to be broken, too, because his closest allies for the longest time were Jorah and Varys, yeah. and they're both dead now, and he had to turn on his friend. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's rough. 
Did anybody pick up at the beginning of the show that Varys is trying to have that little girl poison Khaleesi? I wondered what was going on there. I see, you see that him, he's writing the little note. I'm sure Raven's going to take. It says rightful heir to the throne, sure. something along those lines. Um, but I didn't pick up on poison. So when the little girl comes in, yeah. and that's the little girl that when they're in the tomb uh, during the Battle of Winterfell, he's holding. So he's holding a little girl the whole time. Huh. Little girl comes in and she says uh, she won't eat. Yeah. And then she says her guards are always watching me. Mm-hmm. And he says like, the bigger the risk, the bigger the reward, which yeah. everything leads to like he's trying to have that little girl poison her with her food. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't catch that watching it, but when you just said it, I was like, oh shit, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and that's, everything you just said makes sense. Yeah, and that's for pretty much verbatim. I think he might throw something else in there, but that's verbatim, mm-hmm. like what he says. Uh, mm-hmm. She doesn't eat. They're always watching yeah. me. Yep. Bigger the risk, bigger the reward. Yep, yep, mm-hmm. yep, yep. Because he knows. I think he knows at that point he's going to die. And the fucked oh, up yeah, thing yeah. is, like, he, the whole show turns out to be, like, an actual noble person who really does just want the rightful heir on the throne that's going to serve the people sure. the best. Like, the whole time sure. I thought he was, like, Littlefinger, and it turns out he wasn't. Yeah. He's like that to an extent in the early seasons. He's not pure. I mean, his motivations. He has an overall, agenda. Of course. Yeah. And, and that leads to bad things happening to good people or agreed uh, people out of the picture who should remain out of the picture and so agreed but i think uh, maybe it's 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 the it's the you know sacrificing a few for the greater good mm-hmm. is how i interpret True. like his storyline i have that, another that question was, that was uh, real quick that was one of my best jacaris kills mm-hmm. ever when and, uh, and that's my question yeah <laughs> i got a few i mean i get it 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 looks badass for tv good shot dragons right there right they say two episodes before that the dragons are having a hard time eating how about you just feed the fat eunuch (laughs) to the fucking dragon instead of burning him alive that's like a even even if he's a big guy it's like a cheese stick to a dragon man it's not gonna fill him up it's something something yes i mean they she she does she does tell varies at some point i forget what earlier in i think season seven like if you betray me i'll have you burned alive so it's mm-hmm. poetic. I'm just mm-hmm. saying. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing I thought. <laughs> Shit, man. You're always looking out for the animals. I like that. Well, I'm not looking out for the animals, but if you're going to make a point to, to put dialogue in the show about the dragons are hungry and there's clear food. <laughs> like, <Yeah. shit. laughs> look, I do ride, I do ride for, for the, the, the dire wolves. But again, it's because like anybody, I love dogs. Tyler, you love yeah. dogs. I want to yes. see them okay, man. I get it. I get it. Are, I think you got. I think you got to let it go with this ghost thing, though, man. I'm, are we not gonna? We're not gonna see them anymore, right? No. I, I was surprised. One part of the episode I listened to last week, you both, you and Rob, were saying we're gonna see the Northerners come back. That's not happening. Those guys are gone. Oh yeah, those. Yeah. The only that. way I can see them coming back is if early in the episode John gets killed, and they find mm-hmm. out they're coming back. If if somehow they, because they're not gonna stay in King's Landing. Right, I think we're in yeah. agreement of that. Like the mm-hmm. new Iron Throne is going to be in Dragonstone, right? I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if something happens to John, and for whatever reason there's a battle, because there's still a number of Unsullied, there's still Darthraki, mm-hmm. so she still has a, a decent sized army. Right. Someone kills Khaleesi. They're not. They're not going to join. They're not going to join like the next heir, right? That's not what they're there for. They're not following Khaleesi because she's the heir. They're following her because they they set 
they set them or she set them free essentially right mm-hmm. yeah someone's gonna have to fight them and at, at least I'm just, just how I'm, they in the show I'm spitballing you know like I, I just can't see that that's the last we I can't I can't fathom that's the last we see of them but now as we're getting closer and closer and now we only have one episode I think it might be and what if that's just that's the show I mean she goes mad continues down this road kills John and she sits on the throne with her dragon and Grey Worm at her side, hmm. and she's she, and that's the rat. That, that's be. a wrap. That's the that show, could, man. That's a possible. Yeah. That's and, possible. Yeah. And yeah. I will have enjoyed the whole ride. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's exactly. not for me to say how the show should end. I didn't create it. I didn't write it. I'm just a fan. <laughs> yeah. This whole thought process of it's not how I wanted it to end, and you've said it multiple times, and or I, I think Damien's actually said it. Like it's about the it's about the the journey. Right. And I've enjoyed the hell out of the show. And if they don't end it the way I, I, I think it should end, like, who the fuck mm-hmm. am I? You should ask yourself that every day, bro. <laughs> it's not going to sour. It's like you watch the, you didn't watch The Sopranos, right? I didn't yet. Are you familiar with how it ends? I know it was a disappointing episode to many people. Don't tell me anything about it, please, but go ahead. Okay. I don't know that you can spoil a show literally 20 years after it aired, but that's fine. That's I won't. Enough. A lot of people had a big issue with it. I didn't love okay. it, but uh-huh. it is what it is. Like it's right. it didn't ruin the show. You did you watch Seinfeld? Uh-huh. Did yeah. you hate the ending of Seinfeld? It was, I think that was the first show where I thought where I realized um, you can't have the big payoff that you want. One hundred percent. It it's just it's just not possible to, or it's very very difficult to wrap things in such a perfect way that you're happy that the show is over. Um, but you still love Seinfeld, of course. Okay. It's just like Dexter. I loved Dexter, especially seasons one through four. It got, it, I didn't enjoy it towards the end. I hated that finale. Yeah. But I still am fond of a lot of that episode, those shows. Now, they can't all end like Breaking Bad did, man. Breaking Bad was like the perfect ending. Yeah. And they just, they can't all end like that. Yeah. Well, um, I was going to ask about today's news that. Uh, the next Star Wars movies after The Rise of Skywalker are going to be developed by the showrunners yeah. for Game of Thrones. Yep. Um, what do you guys think of that? I think we uh, I, I think we talked about it in a previous podcast. I could be wrong, okay. but I, th- I thought we had talked about it because I'm unclear if they're developing a standalone or the next trilogy because there's a, there's the trilogy is has been announced, and I'm unclear if they're the ones who are going to be writing it or fucking Ryan Johnson is going to write it again. Um, Ryan Johnson. What's that? Of that guy. Something something I read today said that they will be developing the next trilogy. Okay. These two guys, D.B. Weiss and yeah. the other guy, D. Um, I'm I'm fine with it. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm so burnt out on Star Wars. Uh, yeah. I know that it's supposed to be set in the same universe, meaning it's not supposed to be set in some place that we've never heard of with different planets, but it's supposed to be set well before the events of the first Star Wars. I think it's supposed to be like early Jedi and Sith. Hmm. That's the rumor. Um, it is what it is, man. I'm just so burnt out on Star Wars right now. I, I don't know. I don't think any of the Star Wars were poorly written, like any of the more modern ones. I just, uh, I think uh, Last Jedi was much more of a directional how they went. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. I, I don't know. I can't tell you if I have faith in them or not because I don't know really much about them besides Game of Thrones. And by for the large part, you know, they, they stuck by quite a bit of George R. R. Martin's main plot points. They Dude. deviated and obviously the last like three seasons was pretty much all of them. If you're George R. R. Martin, how fucking bummed are you though? 
about about your relevance being gone now? No, about that you built you built a world where essentially the big bad villain is the Night King. And they fucking took a shit on the Night King and made him wiped out by a, a little girl in, in an hour and ten minutes. He is the villain of, like, he's the looming. It's cool. You guys want to fight all these little battles, but he's the fucking, the winter. And the winter's coming. And we've been told that for seven, eight episodes. Well, who who better to wipe him out than Arya? I'm not debating that. But what well, then I, what's the problem? Well, the problem is that it should have, it was, it was a bit anticlimactic. Right. Mm. They should have. I think this whole season should have been about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With mm-hmm. with the ending, and I'm happy with this season. I've enjoyed it, but I'm just saying, if I'm him, and I haven't put out that last book, mm. wrapping up my story, and these two yeah. fucking yahoos did what they wanted, which was you know whatever. <laughs> it's his fault for not putting out the book. He's had, that's the thing. He's had a decade. He's had a decade. And if you ever yeah. see that guy, which, I, you know, Gerald and I have seen him a handful of times at Comic-Con. He's always got, like, three or four super hot chicks with him. <laughs> dude, the last thing that dude is worried about is writing a fucking book. Right. <laughs> he, looks like well, the, he looks like a tugboat, ca- uh, tugboat captain yeah, from, like, the, the sure. 20s. <laughs> I'm surprised he's not dead yet. He just well, doesn't look like the picture of health, and he's never looked good. I remember my brother Jake saying that he's read all the books, and he remember I remember him saying many years ago, he needs to hurry up and write it because he's going to die before yeah he finishes it. And obviously, you know the the HBO folks finished it for him, <laughs> but um, I don't know. I mean, I think I'm I'm pleased with the way the Night King died. I, I get that this uh, the book was named what is a Song of Fire and Ice, mm-hmm. and so that ties in more with it all being linked to the fire or to the night king and, and him being the main villain but the show is game of thrones and so the bigger picture here and what you've seen is all about the politics of it so to me it's it's ending properly with the focus on that as opposed to just the night king it's interesting that you interpret song of fire and ice about daenerys and the night king where i've always well, mis- i've always interpreted it as john who's from the north mm-hmm. danny who's fire and ice yeah, the North being right. ice, okay. Danny being fire. That's just how I I've interpreted it. Yeah, and I haven't, uh, to be honest, I haven't thought about the interpretation sure. of the book as much. But the show itself, uh, Game of Thrones, that's that's about who's going to sit on the throne to me. So that's where I've placed the importance of everything. And nobody's sitting there because it's not <laughs> there anymore. It's gone, it's melted. Yeah, that thing's been destroyed. Yeah. I, I've read so much stuff recently, and and there's so many people that are so mad about this season, and I I just I just don't get it, honestly. Yeah, me yeah. neither. I I think it's been. Yeah. I know that you folks are quite a lot. Anthony, you in particular, Gerald. I I uh, can't honestly say I listened to the Battle of Winterfell episode to know to hear how you felt about it, but obviously a lot of people thought that had its weaknesses. Um, uh, but I think pretty much every episode has been great really really good yeah this season's yeah. been amazing yeah. I, I haven't been disappointed this season yeah I'm not in I'm not in you know I, I said on the last pod I'm not into Game of Thrones for the big battle scenes I'm in mm-hmm. I'm into it for the the relationships the the political the political stuff. thriller side of it yeah. I'm into that the character development and I've yeah. been very happy I mean some of my favorite episodes was like I loved episode two um, I liked yeah. episode four quite a bit and those were little to no fighting, if any. I don't think there's any. Uh, yeah. So uh, Battle of Winterfell, I enjoyed that quite a bit as well. 
I just have problems with, you know, visually you can't see a lot of the episode. And I find that hard to, it's hard to, to, to watch. And again, I'll have to watch this season after we've all absorbed it and we we're all done talking about it. You know, the point of doing these pods is I'm, I'm trying to be a little more critical than I would normally be just, yeah. you know, cause, cause we want to talk about it and I want to talk about it honestly, but after I watch it again, there's, there's a real possibility that I enjoy it quite a bit more. And then there's a possibility that some of them I don't enjoy as much. Yeah. And I'll say one thing that I have been disappointed with in this season uh, is that two of the six episodes, so a third of the season, you don't see Cersei at all. Agreed. And mm. that includes mm-hmm. episode two, which I think was the strongest and best episode when they're all just waiting for the war. Yep. And episode three, when there is the war. Um, so that's a bummer that the most interesting character is absent. And in this last episode, she's there standing at a window watching destruction. And she, it, there's still enough happening with her. There's a ton of raw emotion. And so she gets her moment and that's good. But, um, you know, almost half the season is, is a very limited amount of Cersei, which is one thing, the, the, the thing that's disappointed me and the only thing. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, uh, Lena Headey is is certainly the reason I I wanted to give this show a, a chance because she I, I like her quite a bit. Mm-hmm. She is also I think probably the best actress or just best actor period in this show. She's up there. I mean, her and, and Peter Dinklage as Tyrion yeah, yeah. are probably mm-hmm. the two. Um, I just she just didn't have a lot to do this episode yeah. or this whole season. Like you to to your point, this episode again it was a lot of reactional, reactional a word. Reactionary? It is now, yeah. <laughs> Reactionary, thank you. Um, you quite a bit, and I, and I enjoy that about her. And she has a she has a, a unique way to, like, kind of pull her face in interesting ways that you can yeah. really see. She's almost like, a, like an animated character where hmm. she can manipulate her face very well to look very happy, very sad, very angry. Yeah. Uh, so I, I enjoy that. Her haircut is pretty fucked up. <laughs> yeah, that's been disappointing. Um, she got a real, like, she- let me talk to your manager vibe. <laughs> but yeah, I'm a little disappointed. I, I, I would say that too. It's and it's it's not by their doing. I just don't know where Cersei what she has to do this season because the majority right. of the seasons in Winterfell. Yeah. So what happens next episode? <laughs> what what I think again? <laughs> I think next episode. Uh, I think I don't know where they go because that for me and I've said this on other pods. The fucking travel times are all fucked up for me. I don't know how yeah. far things are for each other. <laughs> they seem to be able to get places in like a day now. I got no idea where any any place is. Um, I, so I don't know where it's going to happen, but I think that John and, and Daenerys have a, a real conversation, and I think Daenerys has John killed, and I would assume by Grey Worm. Mm. Um, and I think, or or because she can't, I can't imagine she can have the dragon do it because he's Targaryen, and there's a real possibility that he's immune to fire. Oh shit! Yeah, okay. so that'd be so, badass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no yeah. That'd be so awesome if he <laughs> she tried to kill him with a dragon. He's like, what? Yeah, <laughs> nothing. Like, <laughs> so I think I think that I think that she has him killed. Then he is she's killed by 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 Arya, and then I think Sansa mm-hmm. ends up being ends up being on the uh, the Iron Throne. But again, shout out to Rob. I don't think we can count out Rob's theory of. Gendry. Of fucking Gendry making it. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Gerald? What do you think? I I still want John to take the throne, but I I, I gosh, I kind of agree with your hypothesis. I can care less about Gendry. 
I don't think I don't think he's going to make it, but um, I think John's going to take it. If John doesn't take it, it's probably going to be Sansa. Okay. Tyler, I don't know, man. Um, <laughs> I think. See, and I so I, I'm willing to talk about it, but I haven't thought about it enough. What I think is going to happen. Um, but part of me thinks that. I guess I'll say that I think Daenerys is going to end up on the throne as a Mad Queen. Mm-hmm. Wow! With with she's already lost everything, and she will sit as the queen with literally nothing except a dragon. I guess. Yeah. So. Um, and Grey Worm. And, <laughs> right, and and the fear that she has resigned herself to the fact is all she's going to ever have, uh, because nobody can love her, or nobody will love her now after destroying everybody. Yeah, that's a that would be a strong uh that would be a strong ending where she's essentially left alone and mm-hmm. you know the spoils of war essentially yeah. have left you with nothing. She's already said she can't have children for whatever reason. I don't know if they ever said why, but she can't have kids. Um so yeah, I mean that would be a strong ending especially if somehow they are able to kill off pretty much everybody else and she's by herself. Cuz for your yeah, for would... your theory, I mean, are you thinking that everybody dies or everybody just leaves her? That's a good question. See, I haven't thought this out, obviously. Yeah. <clears throat> because if she ends up on her own, on the throne, that means obviously John dies, Gendry, you probably got to kill Arya, Sansa, Tyrion. That's a lot of people. That would be a, that would be a pretty <laughs> unpleasant episode. Um, so maybe I'll, uh, I'll, change my, I'll change my theory here on the fly. Yeah, because if she, if, if she is left to her own, what, devices, essentially? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. There's no way she's leaving... Sansa alive. She's too vindictive at this point to leave Sansa alive. Everything is back to Sansa. Mm -hmm. You know, you had to tell Sansa that's -hmm. why this happened. You told your sister you trusted her that's why this has happened. She can't leave. If if this is how it's going to happen, she's got to try to kill Sansa. Yeah. Yeah, the more I think about it, the less likely that's going to be because what would this show be if you just end the last two episodes of just a dragon killing everybody? That's no fun. That's no fun. It's no fun, but it's ballsy. Yeah, ballsy. Yeah. But it, but it's, they, this show has been great because it's ballsy and fun. I I think that, and I'm not a big Sansa fan. We This is well established. But mm-hmm. her story arc from being the little spoiled entitled brat to being the person that ends up ruling the Seven Kingdoms is a pretty strong story yeah. arc for a, for, for sure. a character. And I don't know that there's going to be a story arc in any show ever that will have been that strong. Yeah. What if she sabotages John to take the throne? I, John has established he doesn't want it. So there's zero chance John ends up being the rightful heir and he takes it. He's, he's established multiple times that he does not want it. Right, but, he, but he, he accepted it as the king of the north because that's what people appointed him as. He accepted so, it for the king of the north so that he could fight the night king. That was always yeah. his his greater good. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not it we we need to fight the great war, mm-hmm. not this war. Yeah. And that was his so. thing. I don't think I think John if somehow he lives, he leaves and he's lives with the wildlings or something. I don't <laughs> think John wants any part of anything. Yeah, that'd be that'd be disappointing to me. I would be. I think that the way he he has to go out somehow nobly. Yeah. There is a noble. The whole show has been, you know, his fucking sour ass looks 
<laughs> just being <laughs> sad all the time. And I've liked him. I've, I mean, Jon Snow's right up there for me for like one of my favorite characters. That uh, he has to, I think he has to go out defending somebody, doing the right thing, something of that nature. Yeah. And I thought for a while that's also Arya. I thought Arya was going to die. Um, you know, in, in a similar way. Did anybody find? I know that I know Gerald has mentioned that the Hound has been like one of his favorite characters. I've never really mm-hmm. been partial to him. I don't understand how he's like a lovable character after a lot of uh, sh- terrible shit he did. He's great. Anyway, yeah, I, I enjoy him as a character. I don't find him appealing, though. Does that make okay. sense? Okay. Like, sure. I don't think there's sure. any, like a bunch of redemption. He's obviously a funny character. Uh, he's had a lot of great moments. Mm-hmm. I did find it interesting that he's the one who essentially tried to save the two Stark girls. Because, I mean, he yeah. tries to mm-hmm. save uh, Sansa very early on. And she refuses to leave with him when uh, there's the big what the ba- battle battle of uh, is it Blackwater? Battle mm-hmm. Blackwater, yeah. And mm-hmm. she decides not to, and then he essentially saves Arya Correct. in this yeah. one. Mm-hmm. So I find that uh, you know he had a bit of redemption. I found that interesting. Yeah, he. I I I think I have enjoyed him over the years. Obviously, in the early seasons, he's terrible. Um, much in the same way, a lot of everybody connected to the Lannisters is. Uh, but I think he, in the last, what feels like three seasons, four maybe, yeah. he's, I viewed him very sympathetically. So I, uh, not only to me was he a great character, I'm, I'm with Gerald, that I, I liked him quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, after he gets his ass handed to him by Brianna Tarth, <laughs> right. like he becomes a little bit more lovable, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. You guys got anything else? or, I mean, we're running in an hour here, so I'm good. <laughs> I'm good, man. <laughs> Gerald, you got anything? No, it was a great episode. I, I enjoyed mm-hmm. it thoroughly. I watched it twice, actually, and each time I really enjoyed it. Picked up a couple more things uh, on the second yeah. time around, but man, uh, this last episode, who the hell knows? Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I appreciate it, and uh, can't wait for next episode. And that'll do it for Episode 6, Season 8, Game of Thrones Final Season. Have no idea what's going to happen next next episode, but can't wait to, to talk about it with you guys. Uh, appreciate you listening. As always, thanks to Tyler and Gerald for being on. You guys can definitely give us a follow on Facebook and Twitter, at Morning Geekdom. Also on Instagram, at The Morning Geekdom. We're also available for any ideas, general conversation, topics, anything you want to talk about, themorninggeekdom at gmail.com. Go ahead and give us those five-star reviews on iTunes. Also, like, subscribe, rate on Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and iTunes as well. And uh, just tell your friends about it. If you're enjoying the podcast, maybe you have some friends that will like it. Give them a give them a, uh, a referral. Tell one of them. Tell a hundred of them. And uh, we'll do it again next week. Shout out to Gary Oldman.